are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Capps. See, that's what we're talking about in this session. We're talking about the authority of Jesus. He had authority over demons and evil spirits. Now, the demons didn't understand that. The devil didn't understand that. The devil's not as smart as some people put him up to be. The Bible says, the Apostle Paul made this statement. He said, had the prince of this world known, he would not have crucified the Lord of glory. I guess not. Because when he crucified him and buried him, all he did was plant him. (laughs) And on the day of Pentecost, he came up. And I mean to tell you, it was a crop that the devil couldn't handle. Because you see, Jesus out of his own mouth said, except a corn of wheat fall to the ground and die, it abideth alone. Now, the wheat he's talking about and referring to is himself. He said, if I don't die and be planted in the earth, then I'll just be here. Just one. But once he was planted in the earth, he came up. And he came up on the day of Pentecost. That's one of the worst things Satan ever saw. Satan couldn't handle one Jesus. And on the day of Pentecost, there was 120 poured out of the same mold that Jesus was. And that was bad news for the devil. And if that wasn't bad enough, before the day was over, there was 3,120 just like him. And they were casting out demons and healing the sick. I can imagine that when Satan heard the angels flying through the air and announcing the birth of Jesus, that they thought, big deal, big deal. We'll cut him down to size. But you see, Satan had never faced a man since Adam that was ruled by his spirit until he faced Jesus. And Jesus whipped him at every turn. He'd just quote the word of God and put him down every place he turned. He wasn't moved by what he saw, what he felt, or what he heard. Now, let's follow this here. As you see this demon crying out, he said, I know who you are. You're the Holy One of God. He's challenging the authority of Jesus. He is, in essence, saying, Now, it's not time yet. You can't come here and destroy us because I happen to know you're the Holy One of God and it's illegal for you to come here and destroy the works of the devil because you're God manifest in the flesh. Now, see, that all ties back into Genesis, the first chapter. I keep going back to that because I want this to be implanted in you. It is a major key to understanding the Bible, to understand the authority that God gave to man in Genesis chapter 1. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, the cattle, over all the earth. It was given to man. Man turned it over to Satan. Satan became the god of the world system. But thank God Jesus came to get it back. And man, in his physical flesh, blood, and bone body, still had some authority in this planet. He could take his authority in God's Word and the faith of God and change situations. So when Jesus faced this demon here, the first thing the demon did is start telling who Jesus was. Why, you're the Holy One of God. You can't cast us out. That's the essence of what he's trying to say here. Well, I know who you are, and I want you to know that you can't cast us out because you're the Holy One of God, and it's illegal for you to do that. 
But you see, he didn't understand the virgin birth. He didn't understand that Jesus was a man on the earth as well as being the Son of God. And the fact that he was a man, the fact that he had a physical body, gave him authority over demons and evil spirits, and God had anointed him so he could cast out demons and heal the sick and destroy the work of the devil. And it was perfectly legal because of the wisdom of God and the way that he brought Jesus into this earth. I'll tell you, I don't know what I've done to you, but I've talked myself happy. It's exciting to see that. Now, when this demon challenges Jesus and said, I know who you are, you're the Holy One of God, I like what Jesus said. Let me paraphrase it for you. He just said, shut your mouth and come out of him, and he did. Boy, now you talk about confusion. The demons and the devil himself were confused that day. They couldn't figure out how he's doing this. How can he do this? Because he is really God manifest in the flesh. And he can't come here in his divine Godhead powers and cast us out. It's illegal. But he did it. But you see, it was not his divine Godhead powers he was using. He had come as a man and God anointed him with the Holy Ghost, which made it perfectly legal. Now, let's go to another passage of Scripture. Matthew, the eighth chapter. We see another incident here where it's recorded in the gospel. Verse 28 and 29. When he was come to the other side into the country of the Gergesenes, there met him two possessed of devils coming out of the tombs exceeding fierce so that no man might pass by that way. And behold, they cried out saying, What have we to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of God? Art thou come hither to torment us before the time? Now, what are they talking about? Come to torment us before the time. What time is he talking about? You see, the demons know, and the devil knows, there is a time that they're going to be tormented. There's a time set. It's associated with certain events. And I believe personally that it's going to be when the body of Christ gets the devil underfoot is when this thing's going to terminate. Now, actually, what I call this is the lease on the earth. They are referring to when Adam's lease runs out on this earth. The lease runs for approximately 6,000 years. Now, there's not a whole lot said about it in the Bible, and some of the things you just have to take by faith and set it on a shelf. You can do what you want to with it. But I personally believe that the plan of redemption from beginning to end is found in Genesis, the first chapter. You'll notice on the sixth day that God created man in his own image. It was the latter part of the sixth day that man came in to the likeness of God. Now, you get into Hebrews, the fourth chapter, and it talks about a day of rest for the people of God. Then Peter talks about a day is with the Lord as a thousand years. Now, he didn't say a day was a thousand years. He said a day is as a thousand years. And a thousand years as a day with God. Now, if you connect this back with Genesis, and I'm not referring to saying that days of creation, each day was a thousand years, because as you study that, the Scriptures will prove that's wrong. Because the vegetation was created one day, and then it was the next day before the light was allowed to shine upon it. And vegetation will not live without light for a thousand years. So let's discard that idea altogether. He's not talking about 
the days of creation as being a thousand years. They were 24-hour days, but they are a type of a thousand years. Now, I've had people to write to me and say, well, Brother Caps, that was a good try, but you missed it because it's already been 6,000 years and the lease is not up yet. But now, if you go by the Jewish calendar, the lease is not up yet. (laughs) So, I don't know. I don't remember. I saw the figure somewhere, but the Jewish calendar is several years behind ours. And uh, so, according to the Jewish calendar, it has not been 6,000 years from the time that the earth was recreated there in Genesis 1. So, my belief is this from the Scriptures and the things that we're talking about here, and some of it's assumption, and I'm not preaching this as gospel, so don't go out and say that this is a doctrine that I'm preaching, because I'm not. I'm just throwing it out to you to kind of expand your mind. You can do what you want to with it. The latter part of the sixth day of creation, man came into the likeness and image of God. So, if a day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is a day as a type, then that would seem to indicate that this lease is going to run for approximately 6,000 years. Now, you can't tie just to 6,000 years, because I'm convinced it's linked to how long it takes the body of Christ to do what God wants us to do. Tied to the Scripture, where the Scripture, several places, says that Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father until his enemies are made his footstool. Now, that's how long Jesus is going to sit at the right hand of the Father. You may think Jesus is coming back tonight, but he's not. I mean, not the time I'm saying this, because the body of Christ has not done what has to be done before he comes back. Now, the point is this that Jesus is going to stay there until we get our foot on the enemy. And then he will come back. Now, that time can be shortened or lengthened by what the body of Christ does. But theoretically, I'd say it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 6,000 years. So the Jewish calendar says we've got several years to go. But our calendar says it's already been 6,000 years, so don't link it to a certain day. Somebody said, well, now, what about this lease on the earth? I just don't believe it. Where do you see that in the Bible? Read the 12th chapter of Mark. It says, a man planted a vineyard, hedged it about, digged a wine press, built a tower, and leased it out to the husbandman, and went into a far country. And then he sent back to get fruits of that land. And the servant he sent, they beat him, and sent him away empty-handed. And he sent another, and they beat and killed him. And then the Lord of the vineyard said, And I will send my son, and they'll reverence him. Are you getting the point? Jesus is betraying a lease on this planet. And it's exactly what God did. He sent his son into this earth. And the wicked husbandman said, Come, let us kill him, and we'll be the heirs. Well, that's exactly what the devil said. And I'm convinced that the 12th chapter of Mark is a portrayal of the lease on this planet. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, all of this week, we have CD offer number 7232. That's 7232. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. Total of $19. It's called the Identification Series. Now, when it comes to identification... We know what that means. We all carry identification on us. 
it gives us access into many things. In other words, you can't rent a car if you don't have identification. You have to have identification. There's so many Christians that don't know how to identify since they've been born again. They don't know what their identity is because they have not studied the Word of God. Especially if you're a new Christian, it takes you time to realize that you have become a new creation in Christ. The old things have passed away. All things have become new in the realm of the Spirit. Now, uh, certainly, if you was bald-headed when you got born again, you're still bald-headed. didn't grow any hair on your head. But we are ambassadors for Christ, the Apostle Paul says. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ did be you reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And then, of course, we know that John, in 1 John chapter 4, says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Talking about the world, the flesh, and the devil, and the Antichrist. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Now, so many people don't realize that once you're in Christ, he has given you authority to use his name. And Philippians 2 tells us his name is above every name. It's higher than any name on earth, above sickness, disease, and every name that you could name. And he gave you authority to use his name. (laughs) Well, I don't have time to preach it now. It's offer number 7232. For a total of $19, we have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.